Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. I'm Will. We got the Beave and we got Mark. And what the fuck is this? We got Wes back with us today. Woo! Gentlemen. G Wes in the house. How how are you doing? What's good. up, Wes? <laughs> What's happening? It's Not good. much. It's good been to be 50 back. Days. How, how you been? What you, what you been up to? Well, you know, I, did, I can just get into it. You want to just get get right into it? A lot of people I thought mean, you were dead. <laughs> my cat, my cat almost died there. Yeah, yeah. yeah get into it. I got no, I got no, it. Wes. We've only had like uh, seventy five <laughs> questions, several five star reviews. You know, like a, bi- a billion voicemails. No, we don't want to okay. get into it at all. You know. Okay. No, right. Yeah, please. What you been doing? All right. Um, well, I uh, I have been in rehab. Yeah. Um, I went to a rehab for alcohol, um, and that is where I have been. I was going to make up this elaborate story that I got attacked by like a pack of pit bulls and was in a coma, oh. but um, yeah, I figured that would be a little, sex insa- rehab. A little insensitive. Yeah, sex rehab, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people um, we made insatiable one- sex with beers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people thought yeah. you were on Sex Island, right? Yeah, yeah. We, made, we made a joke. We made a joke that you were at Sex Island, that but the, no one it didn't catch. No. Well, also now you got to watch out for that because you don't want to be confused with the Epstein Island. So you really got to you, you just got to yeah. you just got to yeah. avoid. We're going to avoid island. those islands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's where I was. I mean, I. I I guess, um, I mean, uh, long listeners have been kind of new about my struggle or my uh, attempt to to stop drinking before. Um, I was, you know, on like a hiatus for like four months. And then, you know, combination of the the disease and COVID and um, Mm -hmm. some other stuff. And I I started drinking again and then it it got worse and worse and worse. And then uh, these guys... Um, we had a zoom meeting and I showed up and I looked like I was, uh, uh, dead basically. Like you I, look a billion times better today. Yeah. yeah than thank that you. Zoom meeting. Significantly yeah. less bloated. Right. Yeah. Well, I lost 30 pounds while I was in there. Send me to rehab. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what not drinking 20 beers a day will do for your waistline. Um, he was at weight loss camp. Is where yeah, was. exactly. I was walking yeah. around like crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, so you guys, um, you know the the you know for the listeners out there, these guys were extremely supportive. Um, Mark and and Will kind of like came over to my house. Uh, I guess it was a couple of days after that Zoom, and we're Pat. just like, well, I'm sorry, we Pat, call, we yeah. called you, Ma- after Mark the and yeah, 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 Mark and, and then, Mark and, and Pat. Then, yeah. Um, Thanks for like, remembering, Wes. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous. It's not easy to tell yeah, this, yeah. but uh, um, yeah. 
Yeah. So Mark and uh, Mark and Pat came over and they had been in contact with my girlfriend and like, yo, this this is it's getting out of hand again. So let's get you some help. And, um, you know, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, I just never with with my other business with weddings and stuff. I always found an excuse not to do it, basically. Um, but it's something that I, has been on my mind for years because um, I knew it needed to happen. But uh, COVID presented its itself with a bunch of cancellations. And these guys were extremely supportive and and, you know, told me just to do it for my health because it, it was, you know, it was getting bad. Um, it was it was, you know, the disease is something that, that progresses over time. And the older you get, the worse it gets. And um, it was really starting to fuck with my health. I mean, my, I couldn't think my brain was was all messed up. I was feeling like shit all the time. I was unhappy. Um, and, you know, the thing about it is, is, you know, when when you're not drinking, but you want to drink, you're more miserable than when you're actually drinking. So like mm. during those like four months where I was like quote unquote sober, not really sober because I was like just dry drunk where I was like wanting to drink, but not drinking. Um, well, I was miserable. Yeah. You, I, yeah. I remember during that frame, you were uh, pounding O'Doul's a lot. And so, I was pounding the fuck out of O'Doul's, which is a yeah. stupid idea. If, you, if you're trying to, if you're trying to quit booze, O'Doul's is for me, at least you can, if it works for you, whatever, um, you know, but for me, it was just uh, a bad idea. Um, and I, I was still smoking a little weed, which, you know, Eventually, that leads to your main slippery vice. slope. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so these guys were like, yo, it's fucking time. Let's do it. And um, so I convinced them to not make me go that day because I needed to tie, <laughs> tie, tie up some loose ends. <laughs> uh, I talked to my girlfriend and she was like, all right, you, you know, if you, but we're fucking going the next day. So, um, I did spend 43 days there, which is why I was absent. Um, an amazing place. It was like an hour away in Smithville called the last resort recovery. Um, it's a, it's a, it's all, it's all men out there. So it's like a, it's a recovery place for men. Um, you know, on the postcards, it's like horses and a pool and, uh, it looks, you know, resorty, but trust me, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was not quite resorty, but a great, great place. Um, you know, right. they, they, you work the, you work the 12 steps. That's, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, you work the 12 steps, um, I don't know if, if anyone out there knows about the program, you know what I'm talking about, but, um, you know, just, it's, it's an amazing program. Um, I learned a fucking shit ton about myself, about the disease, about, you know, how to manage it, um, how to be just a better fucking human. Cause I was a piece of shit, like a selfish fucking piece of shit. And that's what you do when you, when you have a, a bad addiction, you put yourself above everything. Um, you know, this, this podcast, uh, my own son, um, you know, my relationships, everything, um, in that, and, in that order podcast, then your son. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. And I mean, and, and, you know, I, 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 you know, I was, it's, it's like you get, you get irritable. You're like, you're not happy. Uh, I think my, you know, Mark was a, was a, uh, a, a, a target of a couple of my angry texts when I was in that, um, in that, in that state. And, um, you know, it's, 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 you can put together sobriety by just clutching the wheel and like, you know, like forcing yourself not to drink, but you're not, you're never going to be happy until you find something else and, and, so, and enable well, yourself to be happy without drinking. What's the difference right now? Because like you're, you're talking about how then, you know, dry drunk or whatever. And you're, right. and you're, and now you've, you've kind of like flipped to a different mode where you're like wanting sobriety. Um, yeah. So like, what's the, what's the key difference there? What you, what got you to push over that hump, I guess? So, I mean, besides just fucking hating my life and hating the way I felt and realizing that it, that now was the time I was getting, I'm 38 years old. I was, it's, it's like now or never basically. 
Um, you look younger than Pat, by the way. Just, thank you. Uh, I think most of the listeners agree. Well, um, I'm good. loving Pat's look. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> the beef. Oh, so yeah. much has happened beef. while you've while I think you've the gone. beef. I think the beef had to do that look because he was just getting destroyed for looking old. <laughs> it looks amazing. I'm going to release my birth certificate, guys. I was born in 1925. I'm the youngest person on this uh, fucking podcast. You know that bullshit. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're 100%. You're, 30, you're 38. So, yeah, but Wes, what's, what's the difference? I, was, I'm, I am curious about it. We haven't got a chance to talk to Wes at all. This is the first yeah, time we're no, talking about this. I, you, you guys are, are party to it, the first conversation yeah. we're having about this. Yeah, I got out last yeah. Tuesday and then went like right back to some other like work I had to do and some more recovery stuff. Um, the difference in like how I feel or difference, like how it works is what you're, what you're asking. Well, like how you feel and what's making you, cause it sounds like you're saying back, back in the first time, that first sort of four month window yeah. when you were sober, but kind of like hitting the Oduls and whatever else, maybe hitting the weed once Just in a while. Just wishing it was a real beer. Right. You're a prisoner of your own, I was. of your own construction. Right, so you're, now, you're, now, now you what's feeling up? better. Yeah. You got the mindset better. Like, I, I guess I'm saying maybe somebody at home is like thinking the same stuff. Like how, what was the switch for you? So you have to do it for yourself, right? Like you can't, if you yeah. feel like you're being forced to do it for any other reason, than then that you really, really want to do this. It's probably not going to work. Like if it's uh, you're doing it because, you know, the job tells you you have to or it's a relationship or anything like that, it's probably not going to work. You really have to want to do it yourself from from like, you know, from what I have gotten. Um, and that's just kind of the difference is it's like it was just fucking time. And I was fucking like sick and tired. It's cliche, sick and tired of being sick and tired, man. Yeah. And um, it's it was just time like, you know, my son's 10 years old. Um, I was tired of like being lethargic and, you know, not being the best father I could be, um, not being the best human I could be and not being happy. I mean, that's just the bottom line, man. Like it, when you're, when you're in this, in an addiction, whatever it is, alcohol, heroin, whatever the fuck it is. And you're just, you don't have the tools to, to help you with it. Or you don't have a program that you're working. You're just fucking miserable. Even if you're not, I mean, you're, like I said, you're, I'm was more miserable and irritable and pissed off when I was just clutching the wheel and not not drinking but wanting to drink right um, but now you're keeping your goals in your forefront and all that like it, it, yeah it's more of yeah. like a positive now i'm working thing. a program i mean you know before i wasn't i wasn't doing anything i mean you know alcohol alcoholics anonymous it's like a 12-step program you work it um you follow some simple shit um you you like with the with the rehab i went to it's like a fellowship of of men and like a huge support group. Like, I mean, I got vulnerable with these dudes. Like I know more about these dudes than, than anyone on the planet. They know more about me than anyone on the planet. Like, you know, deep, dark, like trauma, the reasons why we drink and use, like, I mean, it's just the support system is super important. Like you guys are a great support system too. And, you know, um, sure. but, 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 you know, with, with people that, you know, have the addiction and have like the empathize, disease, right. They got right. the same, same experience. Yeah. Yeah, Are you, I know you're not supposed to go out of information, but any of those guys have like micro penises? Is that what we're talking about here? Or? I didn't. No. I, I didn't hear I, I, about I, any micro penises. <laughs> thing. Yeah, how, how similar to how similar to freshman I'm sure year University some. of Kentucky was it? Like you got in there and it was it was like college, and also how similar to VH1's dad camp was it? Because you've kind of That's been through a good program point. before. I, they I was could thinking make, this too, Pat. They could make a hell of a reality show out of a rehab for sure. But I think but were the guys like were the, the guys ultimate similar. taxi cab confessions basically. Were the guys similar from from Dad Camp cuz there were some characters in there that I would imagine ended up in rehab. Oh, there's there were some fucking characters. Yes. Um for those of you guys also, who don't know Wes was on a reality show that is is scrubbed from the internet somehow and I've spent so many hours trying to find it called VH1's know, Dad yeah. Camp. 
right before his son was born, which was, seemed like a like a fake or JV rehab situation. But yeah, it, yeah, it should have been true. called it should have been called pre rehab. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I'm sure a couple of them may have may have uh, spent some time in, in in recovery too. But no, there was I mean the the gauntlet. There's guys that are that are you know 18. This like that lost like their whole families. They're addicted to heroin. There's like doctors. There's there was one. Oh, wow. There's one guy that was like a like a, an elite like marine like sniper. Like hmm. this, these people are. They, they and then there their, was Wes. And then there was me. Uh, <laughs> any kind of any kind of walk of life, you can have somebody that's any, got an addiction problem. Any kind of walk of life. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like it's like you know when it comes to like saying it's oh it's all willpower. Like I mean. It's it's just not. I mean, you just it's it's the disease just takes hold of you. Like, I mean, when I relapsed after those four months, like I remember buying the beer and like sitting in my kitchen and cracking the beer open and not even wanting to fucking do it. Like, I'm like, what what in the fuck am I doing? And it's just like the beer just goes up to your lips and you're just like, holy shit. And then you find yourself like driving to the liquor store, not wanting to do it. Like, it's just there's the. I, I mean, I could go into like how it works, but there's like, once you take that first drink, there's like an allergy that happens, like your body just like, and, and like a, a craving that happens. And then you go on like these like fucking benders and they're called like, they call them sprees. Then you wake up feeling remorseful. You do it again. Um, it's just like this whole cycle and yeah. it's just how does the disease works? Like there's Vicious hard drinkers, cycle. but then, and then there's alcoholics and like, you know, you just, you just, you aren't happy unless once you take that first drink, you are unhappy unless you are fucking pounding alcohol. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that was my experience. And luckily, you guys caught me kind of in the middle of or like at the beginning of when it was going to get really bad before I switched over to like just pounding vodka. Um, yeah. And I, like, I, well, yeah, let's talk about that. Sorry, I'd be, like, let's talk about that real quick. Like, you don't have to hit a rock bottom, right? Like you you. You went in to get better. Like you don't like you, for people out there, like you don't have to wait until you like, no. kill someone in a car. Right. Like, no, no. It, it's so in, in like the book, the sometimes it tells you like it's it's the, that cycle after someone com comes off like a long bender. That's when they're like most remorseful and like maybe like susceptible and willing to get help. So it's a good time to, to like, yeah. you know, try to get them help. But no, I mean, if you're unhappy and you are like at the end of your fucking rope and you are using and it's you don't want to do it anymore, like drinking it wasn't fun for me anymore. Like, yeah, it wasn't where did the like, shift come, Wes? Because, like, we all came from, you know, the four of us are all hard drinkers. And we all yeah. kind of grew up together. Uh, you know, we've been friends for years. And we were always the crew of dudes that would party. We don't, we're always happy to party. When, for you, yeah. did it become a thing where you were like, oh, man, this isn't about the social camaraderie anymore. This isn't even about, like, turning my brain off a little bit. This is just now becoming a debilitating issue. Like... I mean, it's when it started to really like become an issue is when it started to like affect my work, like in my other job, like photography, like I was showing up like, you know, hungover, like, you know, um, just just fucking drinking myself to oblivion every night. And before the like the podcast, once we started this, it gave me some kind of stability to where like I obviously I couldn't drink during a day because I had to function on the podcast. But other than that, my life was like I only and, you know, obviously when I would have uh, my son on weeks that I would have him, it would be like I could hold it together and be normal. But on those weeks that I didn't have him, it was like balls to the fucking wall because I had Monday through Friday to do whatever the fuck I wanted. I had to keep it. I had to pull it together a little bit Friday night to be able to work Saturday at a wedding. And then it was off. You know, Sunday was it again. I mean, I could I could pull it together um, when I absolutely had to. But. 
if I didn't have to, I was drinking from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. Um, yeah. I yeah, mean, I know. think that's what happened right before we kind of stepped in and we're like, Hey, you might want to look into this. And ha- I think, you know, we asked you how bad was it? And you said it's bad. And, and then yeah. that's, that's when, you know, we suggested, Hey, maybe you should not yeah. do work until you fix that. Yeah. So. And I mean, and sometimes it does take that, like, you know, push from, you know, it's a scary thing to ask for help, right? It's a super yeah. scary thing to admit that you have this, like, you know, you think like, oh, I'm, uh, I have a disorder. I'm like, I'm fucking, you know, dumb or I can't, I'm, I have, I lack control or I'm not, I'm not strong enough to beat this thing. And it's like, so it's defeating to ask for help. Um, mm. but you know, it's the best thing that you can, that you can fucking do. And, and but you should, and to, to, to pass point, it's probably hard also to ask for help from, from people that you drink with. Like, right. you know, like, yeah. like it's kind of like, you can almost at your point be like, well, why, why are you talking to me about this? You know, we, we drink together. Obviously it might be a little bit different, but I imagine that's hard to do as well when you're, when you're, when you're drinking buddies are trying to tell you, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, um, you know, you hear stuff like, well, you know, just put down the liquor or just, you know, stick to beer, mm-hmm. but it's just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't fucking work. I Can mean, we say Wes? Thank you for not being an asshole. So I, I've I've been a part of getting like four or five people into treatment, and you by far were the easiest, uh, and you were the <laughs> yeah. most willing to help yourself, uh, which is awesome. And you know, I think you know you you touched on that. That's something you always kind of mentioned, and we always kind of took like, oh yeah, Wes will work it out. He'll he'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. But you know that was it was really th- you know I know you were going through a hard time. It's really hard to ask for help, but it was respect for your friends and your family. Like you know, thank you for. Yeah, no, you guys. You. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely wanted to do it and and had wanted to do it for a long time, but you guys absolutely really helped me. Seems to, like we to, to push. got you at the right time. You got me at the yeah. exact right time. Um, you know, I was worried about leaving the podcast. You guys alleviated those fears. I was leaving. You know, I, I was worried about my other job, but COVID helped with there because all my shit was canceled. Um, I was worried about you know my son, um, and you know that eventually got taken care of. Um, so it was just, it, you know, COVID's fucking terrible, but it was, you know, for me, a, a blessing because it allowed me to fucking do this without uh, as many repercussions. And then you guys and my girlfriend, you know, were super supportive and, uh, it was just, it was just, you know, everything aligned and I was like, fuck it, you know, it's time. Let's, let's go. How um, much of, how much of your sobriety can you link back to, uh, the horse therapy out there? At the <laughs> Did you the find horse a horse that, that you loved? The, I did. I had fun. Oh, there's was, a horseback riding therapy. So yeah. So like they, the horses, the the horse <laughs> nice. therapy. It was interesting. Um, it was it was a literal dude ranch. Yeah. No. Like I. I so yeah. It, it, there's like horses everywhere. So there's like you know nine paddocks, like twenty horses, something like that. And then there's like three three horse ladies. Um, and they they with the horses they they like you know the, the horses can like feel your emotions they can feel you like you know more than like you know humans can they're just they feed off your energy and shit so you work with them to like you know boundaries and like trust and all this kind of stuff and i mean it was a little little like you know little were they stressed out when they saw you yeah, coming weird. with your fat ass? No, now all, all those horses are depressed. They just take all, they take all that energy. Yeah, all all the horses. All the yeah. They're all, they're all heroin addicts. <laughs> Look at this big boy. God damn oh, it. Get oh, me man. out of here. I, I made sure – when I went in there, I was like 270 pounds. I was the, one of the, like the largest I've been. So I made sure that when we were, went around to pick the horses, there was one Clydesdale. And I was like, all right. Nice. That, I'm going to pick that Clydesdale because I felt bad for any other horse that would have to – my fat ass would have to get up on. What was his um, name? 
That's pretty nice. The, the Clydesdale's name was Angel as a female. Ah, uh, and and yeah. Wes, I heard that you uh, you sustained a little bit of injury in during um, your treatment. Is this correct? Yes. Yeah, I I believe I tore my meniscus. I still have to get an MRI. But yeah, I was playing basketball. And I landed on my light enough to play basketball. No, that's the thing. I was I was not light enough. That was the problem. (laughs) Immediately tore his meniscus. Yeah, I landed on my fat body and tore my meniscus. And he uh, was playing a horse. Yeah. Yeah. What's Uh, what's treatment basketball like? Like does 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 the camaraderie go away and just the competition kick right back up on the court? No, so you're not allowed to play like three on three or like uh, like you know like four on four or whatever. It's only like games like there's a game called Forty Two where you pick teams and you go around and shoot three pointers and the other team has to tip it in and whoever well, this gets is to- making you look worse. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. This no, I, you- I, I I tore my meniscus landing after saying. tipping yeah. a ball. He was playing. Knock- he was playing knockout. Yeah, yeah he was playing knockout. Out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Knockout <laughs> games around the world. All that shit. No, was they, they, they don't let you. They don't let you like get physical because you know there were a couple fights in there and people got oh. thrown out. Um, oh shit! No. Yeah, tensions um, so. get high during recovery. Well, but yeah. Wes, I, we, there's a million dollar question. There's an elephant in the room. I'm sure the listeners yeah. are are curious. Yes. Um, one, we love you. How are you? Like, love ha- you too. Hope you're hope you're happy. Yeah, and much better. Are, are you Are you coming back to the show? Yes. Right now, the plan is for me to come back. I want to come back. Um, I've got some, you know, we, we've got some things to, to talk about that we didn't get to do before the show that I need to, you know, the thing about recovery is you is you you have to put it first. You have to you like when I was in therapy before my, my therapist would say, listen, man, you got to put recovery first. And I'd be like, no, like, obviously, my son comes first. Like, that's fucking crazy. But if you don't put recovery first, everything else falls to shit anyway, if you relapse yeah because you relapse right yeah Yeah. so if you don't put recovery first everything else goes to shit anyway so um but yeah the plan as of right now is to come back i've got to do some some stuff on the outside um and you know make sure that i get you know keep this keep this foundation solid um keep my my spiritual my spiritual well-being intact and um oh yeah uh, yeah you just gotta yeah. visit the Clydesdale yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. check in on Angel. Go find yeah. your center. Yeah, uh-huh. so you will be. <laughs> yeah. We we did we did talk a little bit about scheduling though. Like the plan is probably uh, you're coming back full time starting next week. Yes. That we we wanted you on the show tonight. Yeah. We we've had a few conversations to 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 talk about this stuff and and yeah. say welcome back and everything. And but you're probably gonna be off a couple of days. You might be on episode 500 on the podcast, but mm, really you're coming ba- coming back mainly next week so just want yeah. to put that out yeah, yeah. When, you, when you're gone for 45 days or 43 days however i was gone you got got a few loose yeah. ends mm-hmm. how many how many emails we started taking you off the emails on purpose because i didn't oh want to have God. like we started a new text no no no, no. i've got hold on no 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 yeah. i've got another task for you i've got a note from okay. bubba okay. he says okay. that you have to listen to the july 8th episode july which 8th. is where us and all the listeners get sappy about you so oh, add that nice. to your ta- to your to your list of a billion tasks you have uh. to do before you start back up full time, I love it. I, I have love one the question. I love the feely stuff now, man. Get let's get vulnerable, boys. <laughs> I have one more question that'll lead us into the show. Uh, okay. If you guys are okay with that, Wes, we love you. Yeah. We're glad to have you back. Uh, love you guys too. So you know, we talked about earlier this week. Uh, Will got a random package in the mail of someone mm-hmm. trying to steal his sperm. Oh, Turns right. out it's Daddy, uh, our forthcoming sponsor. Uh, mm-hmm. So everyone should have a sperm kit, and we're gonna have a sperm competition to see who has the highest count. Wes, I'm curious. How many times, how often, what was the jerk-off situation like in the treatment facility? Because I know you're a big J.O. guy. You're huge yeah. on it. It's one, of your, yeah. it's one of the things that you're best at. I do like uh, it. The listeners know. Yeah, the listeners are aware. I, I, do, I do like it. Yeah. I mean, um, who doesn't love a good crank, you know? So, right. yeah, what, so what was the, uh, the scenario? 
so in the beginning, I was very nervous to to jerk off. I was trying to like, I was trying to be like super like clear headed. Like, I'm not gonna like, not gonna jerk off. I'm not gonna like, you know, put anything in my mind. Like, and then that, of course, you know, was like, I'm what the fuck else am I gonna do? That um, went away. Week, like, week, yeah, week, the first week night. one was the horniest. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> all, yeah. all the all the week oneers are just horned up, nervous dudes. <laughs> I made I made it like two weeks. And, two weeks. And, wow. Yeah. Whoa. And then and then um, once you know, just like drinking. Once once that first once that first one happens, then yeah. it's then it's off to the races. But it's a very healthy. Behavior, but where? Then, where? Yes. where did you have a roommate? Where, like, yeah. Oh, everyone does it in the shower. The, oh, the, yeah. The rooms oh, the are shower. the rooms yeah. are for like four dudes to like. There's like bunk beds. Oh, when I first got there, I was on a top bunk with nothing on the side of it, so I was just scared shitless. I was gonna fall off in my sleep. So I like the <laughs> I, so they, they they I like I would like clutch pillows and put pillows around me. And um, yeah, it was terrible. Um, what if someone's having like real bad withdrawals or something? You just fall out of the bed when you like oh, when you like have a. Dudes like, did fall. Um, I knew a kid in college that broke his face in half, like falling off of his thing sober. Uh, yeah, it's pretty it's common. Bad. It's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but um, cool. yeah. let's get in the show. What do we say? Oh, wait, I want to say one more. I want to say one oh, yeah. more thing. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah. I do want to I do want to shout out the, this this place because it's an amazing place. And if you are out there and looking for a place to go um, to get some help, the, the last resort in Smithville is amazing. Shout out to uh, Scott and Craig and and the and the, and the guys out there. Um you know, amazing, amazing dudes. The the staff is fucking incredible. They're all they were in recovery themselves. There's a there's like a spiritual advisor. This dude guy who's incredible gets you in touch with your spiritual side and like connected with you know um, that 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 aspect of the program. Um, and you know, and on, on a side note, if you if you are struggling with this stuff, please DM me. And if you have any questions, um, you know, if you want to talk, please DM me. Um, that's part of the, that's a big part of the program is giving back and helping out, you know, your, your, your fellow, um, you know, brothers in this, in this, uh, battle. So, um, nice. you know, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to DM you Wes, because there's, uh, there's some stuff that I left by my front door before you went to rehab <laughs> that you were supposed to take with you. That's still by my front door. So I'm going to DM you about hmm. that later. Come pick it okay. up, please. Oh, that's, okay. That's how you can. It help sounds me. like you could just say you it right now. You just yeah. said it right now. Yeah, yeah, what I'm going to get the, I'm going to get it? the DM train going with him. Um, okay. okay. Cool. I'm sure me. he has plenty. I'm sure he has plenty of DMs. Oh, I bet he'll way. get some submissions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's fucking I, incredible to have you back, Wes. It's, yeah, it's, it's great to be back. I, I feel good, and thank you guys again for for the support and the push. I it was uh, very much appreciated, and I love you guys. Any anytime, love, love you too. too. Yeah, we're we're doing on that diet thing. We're doing a competition, right? We're doing a jerk off competition, which well, you might. We also you lost a lot of weight, but see, I was about to. I was about to say I need another weight loss competition, and then now you come back all skinny. We can't even. We just got the semen competition. That's it. Well, let's let Wes win the semen competition because he's sober, so he's probably gonna have a higher count. So let's let Wes win the semen competition. To once he does that, then we can start the weight loss competition where he's at a disadvantage. I don't know. Wasn't Will saying at one point that his that his numbers were super high no my uh, count was up yeah your my, count my, was up okay. my my i i smoke a lot of weed so my right. motility was, was yeah. suspect right but my I, count I, was enormous tired yeah. sperm, talk, but a lot of them i was talking a big game yeah, too because exactly. when i don't when i donated sperm 10 years ago um the office like was ringing bells and like they're like this guy's sperm <laughs> mark shit. said mark you challenge everybody yeah. so you got you really got you really got to put a, uh, you really got to put a deposit in this i gotta, in this I gotta eat wheat, wheatgrass or whatever it is next couple days yeah uh, Nice shit. Yeah, I think that right. sounds fantastic. I'm I'm in. The beef Good. sperm right. is definitely coming off the bench. We're we're uh, <laughs> I don't there's, know. There's beef. a limited amount you got there, and I, we're in the to like the the six man territory here with my sperm. <laughs> <laughs> the haircut you've get the look you've given yourself may give you more juice. Just the yeah, fact that you have that look. 
Yeah. Your, your body might adapt to it. He yeah. looks like a runaway winner right now. Yeah, yeah right? If I was bigger on looks, definitely the beef. Yeah. I, don't think, sperm I don't think they're going to be able to keep his sperm cold. Like, I don't think the device is going to work. He's going to be right, in so a museum. What's the, what's, the first, what's the first story? All Obviously, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, what the fuck Wednesday? What the fuck? We're so excited to have Wes back. That was the first story. Um, if you haven't, you know, if you're a new listener or whatever, you, have, you came on when Wes was gone. Wes is uh, an amazing, uh, funny member of the podcast, and it's going to be awesome to have him back full-time starting next week. But it's What the Fuck Wednesday, so let's hit a couple of listener-submitted stories and voicemails and reviews before we head out today. And the first story was submitted by the world for What the Fuck Wednesday. It was the explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, uh, the capital of Lebanon. It's a beautiful coastal city and country that is surrounded by Israel and Syria, And they experienced one of the most what-the-fuck moments of all time yesterday when a building in the city's port area exploded so hard that the shockwave could be felt in Cyprus 120 miles away over water. Yeah, it was like Wes in the rehab shower two weeks in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, extremely sad. This is a a huge tragedy. But but yes, I mean, the, the, the video of the explosion is the craziest thing I think I've ever seen filmed on iPhones. I don't yeah. know. Remember that, that explosion yeah, that no, happened in West Texas? Remember the chemical plant that exploded in West? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was like that. that. Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this was in the capital. Right. I, I, in a, yeah, in a crowded fr- city, yeah. not oh, the yeah. country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fr- friend of the program and friend of mine, Omar, uh, Omi Homie on Instagram, He, yeah. um, I texted him. He's like, his wife and my wife are like like best friends and uh I texted him and he was like, you know, I was like, man, he's from, he's from Beirut. Like he's, he's Lebanese. I was like, is your family okay? And it's scary stuff going on. Uh, so like thoughts and prayers to his family, everyone we're, out there. Well, hopefully they all were okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, he was, he was still trying to locate a few of them and, and his aunts and uncles, like businesses were like, and houses were destroyed. Like, oh they were, my gosh. Like it, it, it affected quite a few people mm. in the city. Oh, it was humongous. So the, yeah, there, there horrible. was an existing fire. Uh, what, what happened was the area, this port area, there was an existing fire on all the videos, like smoke and, and, and stuff going off, sparks and fire. And then all of a sudden, a huge explosion from a quote-unquote dangerous warehouse that was adjacent to the fire. And that was according to the Lebanese prime minister. Specifically, the prime minister says an investigation into the explosion is going to occur his name is Hassan uh, Diab, I think. And he says uh, that the investigation will include, quote, revelations that will be announced about this dangerous warehouse, which has been present since 2014. The explosion will not pass without accountability. Those responsible will pay for what happened. So it kind of sounds like the prime minister knows that that fucking warehouse was a huge fucking problem. Well, and he uh, and his family were were injured, right? Like they, I think okay, some of his family members were injured. Were, yeah, yeah. This sounds yeah. like bullshit, right? Like it sounds like some bullshit's going on over there, right? Oh, like, it's so shady. There was like a rumor well, the, about it being right. a fireworks factory, right, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, so CNN Le- reported that. Too. Well, that was a okay. So Lebanon's internal security chief Abba, Abbas Ibrahim uh, said that it could have been caused by highly explosive materials confiscated from ships at some right. point and stored in that dangerous warehouse. Mm. Uh, and then earlier reports before that, obviously crazy. I mean, it was Kaka maybe said that it was a fireworks storage and that's that right. an explosion of that magnitude could be from fireworks is, is laughable. Cam, um, Cam or intern had a really funny 
thing he said. He was like, you know, because everyone's like, if you go on Twitter and you and you go online or whatever, everyone's like, oh, it looks like a mushroom cloud. It's nuclear, but that probably isn't true because they would have had to evacuate the city, yeah. which they didn't. Um, like, and everyone, he's like, you know, everyone's what a fucking explosion and bomb expert now <laughs> exactly. after being after being an infectious <laughs> disease expert last week. Now everyone's a fucking bomb expert. You know, like, what? The, wait the, and see. But <laughs> this warehouse sounds like like the principal's desk of confiscated shit. They, it, potentially, yeah. right? That's what they're saying. Like they're saying it's very there dangerous. was explosive shit in there. It's, yeah. it's a warehouse military shit in there. Something like right because like how could it explode that big? It was you yeah, love to get in there. Yeah, it's Beirut yeah. for cla- fuck's sake. They're claiming fireworks and then the fireworks hit. Uh, a ship full of nitrate, which maybe shouldn't have been in there, which nitrates like what fertilizer stuff. Yeah. And right. that may or may not be something, uh, something at least as explosive as a ship full of nitrate. They're not saying exactly what it yet. is. And they're yeah. calling, and the PM is saying a quote unquote dangerous warehouse. It's been there since 2014. Sounds like a giant right. fuck up. Basically. Um, Beirut resident Fady Rumay said, quote unquote, some buildings as far as two kilometers away are partially collapsed from the blast. It's like a war wow. zone. The damage is extreme. Not one glass window intact. So we're talking a 1.5 mile radius from the blast. Buildings are just being fucking, you know, got the whole Sad, exterior. Scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, this footage from the streets was intense. And, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. With all those storefronts blowing out, like we're talking about, there's all kinds of people who are injured and killed with the glass. And the explosion, I mean, uh, just really bad stuff. Israel claims to have nothing to do with the explosion, despite being uh, a neighboring country who's engaged with uh, conflict with the local militant group Hezbollah along the southern border of Lebanon. But they're claiming that they're not involved at all with this big explosion in Beirut. Um, as of the well, time, let me tell you, you don't want to be involved with this explosion. This is not a good this is not good. No, um, no, for sure. I, honestly, I think I'm. Um, there's no good outcome, but maybe an accident's the best, best, hopefully, you know, if it's someone that, that attacked this facility, that's not going to be good. The video is fucking jaw dropping. It will drop your jaw. It's, it's, it's like, it's it's like a CGI uh, movie guy created the perfect explosion. It's it's how many times has Michael Bay seen, watched this? Oh my God, bro. Michael Bay has watched it 7,000 times. Oh my God, dude. it's no, it's yeah, Beaver. You just seen it for the first time. It's, yeah, I watched it earlier. Yeah, I oh, it's, in, the show. it's insane. Yeah, that's your reaction. Everybody who hasn't seen it, make sure you watch it because you do need to see this. It's, it's you know, we need to get an explanation. As of the time of this recording, the death toll when I researched the story was at least 50 and 2,500 injured. Now. And now I'm seeing it's like, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, 78, 80 with 4,000 injured. It's just going to keep growing. It was a giant explosion in the middle of a very populated city, mm. Lebanon is in need of blood donations and obviously a good fucking explanation of how that dangerous warehouse could explode in the middle of the city like that. Um, the only good news out of this whole thing that it was not a nuclear bomb. There are some conspiracy theories out there saying it was a nuke that has been debunked, but that is literally the only good news, uh, you know, because yeah, there's no there's no good news. It's it's a, it's a disaster. Yeah. Uh, so, so it is that it couldn't have been it, it was, you know, it, it's not accompanied by nuclear radiation is, is the only positive. So taking it to hard factor, BNN and the rest of the world. I know we're all pulling for Lebanon on this one. It's a terrible oh, yeah. tragedy for their country. And like Mark said, you don't want to be involved if uh, you were any part of causing that explosion. Absolutely. All right. So pretty fun episode so far. Uh, let's <laughs> let's Uplifting. get let's get to the next one. All right, this my, next my dick fell off. Yeah, <laughs> grow hey, a dick on my arm. 
Big Quest time. is starting a new, cleaner, healthier I know. life. I don't know. It's very yeah, that, that was yeah. so joyous yeah. at the beginning. Well, having Wes back is joyous. That's 100%. True. It's just, yeah, well, yeah it's yeah, a serious Pat. episode. Give us some more joyful stuff. Stop. All right. Well, you're yeah. going to love this one. Yeah. It's from Charles. Do something about it then. Me- I will. I'm next. It's a member of the Heart of Hive, Charles. I'm glad that everyone's back so I can now get my balls busted repeatedly. COVID has been creating, been creating a lot of stress and animosity for pretty much everyone it touches. And most people, guys, are dealing with this stress. In somewhat typical ways, like exercising or drinking or fighting with their partners or all of the above. Uh, others, unfortunately, have taken to a more nefarious and dark way or ways of dealing with the frustration and stress of COVID. For example, hmm. blowing up their least favorite bird. And that's exactly what happened in this next story. Hmm. Authorities on Long Island were called to Silver Lake Park in Baldwin, Long Island on Friday, where they found a Canadian goose with a bomb duct tape to its chest. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> a lot tape. of people don't think it is funny, but I know <laughs> the, duck, the duct tape part. Yeah, the duct, oh, yeah, yeah, duct, duct, duct tape. tape. Yeah. yeah, a whole other level. Uh, it, was, it was at first unclear if the goose was part of some sort of Canadian suicide bombing terror organization, but it was quickly determined that the goose was in fact the victim of bird terrorism and not a terrorist itself. Uh, authorities guys are unsure of how or why the foul plot was hatched. But luckily, the xenophobic bombers' plans were foiled when, according to a Facebook post from Lion, or the Long Islanders orchestrating for nature, said, quote, the explosive appeared to have been lit, but then it was soaked in water, presumably when the cowardly perpetrator let the, uh, let the bird go and, wa- and the bird wisely escaped to water. So the bird, they lit the fuse, and the bird ran right into the pond. That's mm. so oh, awesome. Well, good. That bird is a genius. That's awesome. Was it? It's a waterfowl. That guy probably should have done it to a bird that doesn't like water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pat, Pat slipped in another fowl reference there. Yeah, big time, baby. <laughs> Hatched as well. Uh, the, bird was, <laughs> the bird was injured by the duct tape used to fasten the explosives to its body and had to be taken to a local vet. Uh, but it, luckily, it was all fixed up and released back into the wild a few hours later. Uh, where yeah, it went so back it can attack its, humans. Yeah, usual business of annoying yeah. and intimidating park goers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this guy, you had to, I didn't know you had to light the C4 on fire. What, well, or, it wasn't like, C4. It was like it was like. Uh, they said it was fireworks, but I, I was looking at a picture of this, and I've been Intense a fire, fireworks. I've been a fireworks guy my whole life. I've never seen a firework this big, bro. He it was, just it was like a quarter stick firework dynamite. you can buy. And it, it was goose, it to a goose, goose exploding fireworks. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe he was trying to think ahead to the winter season and get him down for a jacket. I don't know, but the goose is fine, guys. Thank God. Let's take it to the internet. Stacy, uh, <laughs> Stacy Glass. How says, pissed though do you think this guy is? Oh, I mean, dude, so pissed. Well, he he had spent a lot of attacks. time and money on that. Like, yeah. He's, he's, he's one of these guys that, that, that probably got attacked by a goose, maybe like a viral video that like, you know, went, and he's just embarrassed and he's getting revenge on this fucking goose. A goose ruined his life. Yeah. Um, the next the next attack's going to be overkill. I'll put it that way with this guy. He's going to make damn sure his plan works next yeah. time if they don't catch him. Yeah. I mean, it was probably a big pain in the ass to catch the goose and then hold it down while you were able to put a firework on it just to watch I've written it 20 letters to the city about them, these geese. <laughs> they <laughs> Refuse to do anything. <laughs> Taking it into old Gus's hands. Yeah, <laughs> you forced me to do this. You forced yeah. my hand. Stacy Glass on the internet, guys, says disgusting. Too bad the person can't get the eye for an eye treatment. 
minus going into the water to put out the firecracker, of course. Whoa. Uh, which is very similar a to bit, a lot of the a comments. bit much. She it's wants the much. man to be exploded. <laughs> that's a bit much. Oh, the my crime, God. The crime for attempted goose explosion is actual explosion. Human explosion. Yeah. It was 260 comments, and 240 of them were, let's kill this motherfucker. Wow. Uh, okay. Wow. Mary Jane Anderson Andes says, we are overrun with Canadian geese, but this is horrific and not acceptable. So I, mm-hmm. she, she's the only one that was kind of contrarian. Uh, Brenda Stoudenmire says, remember when the Canadian geese took down that airplane in the Hudson River and the city euthanized every goose in every park? No, I don't remember that. That's why I no, have this comment. That's not, yeah, there's no way that happened. Because <laughs> that was a thing. She says, no, maybe this person goose who callings. did this. Can work yeah, that's, for a dream the city. She, that's a dream she had and remembers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and finally, guys, uh, Dina Williams says, and Dina, uh, I think may maybe the lady doth protest too much. Uh, I think maybe the FBI should look into Dina as a potential suspect because Dina says, not that hard to catch a goose. Um, the POS who did this probably had help or a net. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe it was Dina, you, yeah, Dina Williams. Uh, yeah, Dina's like, maybe the person didn't want to explode the goose and just wanted to make a statement. Look, look, look. Coming mm. from a family of goose catchers, I can attest. Dina's correct. It's not that hard to catch a goose, especially like if it's sleeping or something. You know, <laughs> the, the Smith family goose catchers. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, like, yeah. uh, there's been yeah. geese caught by Smiths for sure. All right. <laughs> maybe save that comment while the FBI is involved, guys. Uh, and we can all use. Look, I'm not way- scared of this. I, I, th- th- this to me is pretty funny. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm glad the goose didn't get exploded, but it's 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 a little bit comical. Yeah. Re- relocation. I mean, geese are assholes, but yeah, relocation is you know, explosions a little sadistic and that's true yeah. was i mean I don't, I don't like the torture part of it the, yeah. the, that's the like explosion a kid with a torture magnifying part. glass over an right. egg you know in the mm-hmm. sun that's a little a little much so but i mean fire. it's a canadian goose you guys have stepped in canadian goose turds before i'm sure yeah no goose are geese are a pain in the ass we know that we all agree that that's the truth geese are, geese are awful but you know keep it in your pants guys there's uh, a so few this, of them you know there's like this there's, is there's, this is an anti-geese podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm pro geese. They're, they're tasty. They're tasty. Yeah, all those planes. Yeah. You know? Well, I remember growing up, your dad telling us a story about how he was hired to get geese out of a out of a public building one time, and he soaked yeah, he, some raisins he got at Everclear drunk. and he, got them drunk. That's right. He got the geese drunk on Ever Everclear oh. corn, and then wow. he got fired from that job because <laughs> um, the geese the geese took off and they started flying into storefronts and shit because they were too hammered. So instead of catching all the geese when they were drunk, he accidentally just beset yeah. the, t- the town of Williamsburg, Virginia with drunk geese. What a day he in that town. Of one building. Yeah, he got him out of one building, but... Colonial real- Williamsburg with all the fucking tourists like oh, well, that place around. is so that place is so boring. That was probably yeah. It was it probably spiced it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Great plan until it wasn't. All right, guys, uh, we can all use a way to release stress these days uh, that doesn't mm. deal with explosives and waterfowl, which is why I'm stoked to talk about our sponsor, Caliper CBD. Uh, what's great about CBD, guys, is that it helps you feel better uh, without making drastic changes to your routine. I use it specifically to help me relax before bed, which uh, usually results in me having a significantly more restful night's sleep. Um, and I don't have to mess with those weird tincture eyedroppers my hippie ex-girlfriend tried to hook me on. I can take Caliper in the super easy-to-dissolve powder form. Uh, I just bust open one of their precisely measured 20-milligram packets, pour it in my mm. nightstand glass of water, and before I know it, I am cool, calm, and relaxed. Uh, and I you recommend- have been more... You've been more well rested, without a doubt. I very yeah. I mean, that's because you guys now let me sleep until my natural wake up time at two, which I well, really appreciate. That, 
that, right. and also because you have access to chill in a glass, which is what I like to call caliper CBD. That's oh, right. Absolutely. With the caliper, you're still putting in 10 to 12 hour work days and then not looking like a piece of shit at the beginning of the work day. So, yeah, 4 uh, or 5 a.m. when I'm going yeah. to bed, that's when I'm really starting to chill out, guys. And yeah. with caliper's uh, powder form of CBD, it is clin- clinically proven that you absorb 450% more CBD compared to those hippie ass tinctures. And caliper gives you all the benefits of CBD mm. in just 15 minutes, okay? it, it, it's, which is twice mm. as fast as the CBD oil. Not comparable, really. The best no, CBD no. product I've ever used. Do you want the uh, Ford Fiesta of CBD or do you want the fucking Ferrari? Then try caliper. Or that that new little truck with the little truck bed. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah, you want the radio. I'm sure that'll yeah. be on radio today. Listen yeah. to that. Anyway, guys, caliper <laughs> CBD comes in uh, affordable 10 and 30 count packs. You can get started for just 20 bucks or under 20, in fact. And I recommend the 30 count. And unlike some products out there, Caliper is completely THC-free, all the goodness of CBD with no high. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code FACTOR, that's F-A-C-T-O-R, at the website trycaliper.com. That's Caliper with a P, C-A-L-I-P-E-R, trycaliper.com, slash FACTOR, throw in the promo code FACTOR. Uh, You could try it risk three for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's trycaliper.com, slash FACTOR. Don't forget the promo code to get you 20% off your first order. Hey guys, nice. when, when right. do you want to do predict it? Toss uh, it in. Just do it now. Do it now. Okay. All right. It's time to make some money with predict it, guys. I'm absolutely not giving up making some cold hard cash on politics. And when you go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor twenty, you too can watch your portfolio rise with our tips. I assume you guys are still killing it. You can you know, yeah, predict it. We've 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 been we've been trying to. This VP market though, it's oh. been slippery for all of us. Yeah, we yeah. It we, we at first had made some solid moves where we all made some some cash on uh, early risers, but now it's just been sort of a, a mess. Yeah, yeah. you got to sell, right? You got to get in early and sell mm-hmm. when it goes up. I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the VP market because mm-hmm. we were we were fresh set of before. eyes on this yeah. would be helpful. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, before I went in, and it's funny because one of the only things that I was at would ask the people at like the, the the staff there to like check their cell phones was like, has Vi- has Biden picked his VP yet? Because I've got all, <laughs> I, cause I, cause I had all my money in fucking Demings, and apparently oh, she's well. That's still all it's, right. It's still okay. Yeah. She's top three, I think. So yeah. um, one of my other guys says that that Rice is the pick. She's at like what thirty cents, and then Kamala was at sixty. She's now at like forty nine. Um, but yeah, so you know, uh, it's it's hmm. like it's a it's a great great fun. You know, like this 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 conversation is a lot more fun if you've got money on this market. Oh yeah, um, yeah. you know, vacation. We all money, went, we all went in on bottoms uh, a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, Bottom, and, bottoms and Demings yeah. were a big ones. Now I've shifted everything to to Harris. So yeah, right. the favorite yeah. that makes sense. I like the the coin flip market we talked about yesterday, Wes. But what are you saying today? What do you like? I mean, it looks like I'm going to stick with Demings. I mean, I, okay. I, I, nice. I really don't know. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride Demings out. Um, you know, if she if she if she comes through for me, it's like three grand. So I'm fucking really pulling for her. But there we um, go. The, pl- the police thing might end up hurting her. I don't know. It could be uh, you yeah, know, but the, Kamala Harris also was a prosecutor. So right. I mean, and she I, wasn't. If yeah, yeah, if Harris chief, is the favorite, but... I know I've been saying no cop, no cop, no cop. But if, if Harris is still the favorite and all these rumors, then then that means Demings has a shot, too. Right. Right. But um, but let's let's like look at the different uh, different markets. So this week's money is on when will Joe Biden announce his his VP? So everyone says next week, all the news outlets next uh-huh. week, it's going to happen. 
Predicted has that, um, you know, the, the market's August 9th to August 15th. Monday's the 10th. That's at 75 cents, that band, August 9th to the 15th. So every mm-hmm. major news out, like I said, says next week. So it seems like a lock. Now, the, now after yes. August 15th is a very sexy play, in my opinion, which is at 22 cents now. So if Joe has taught us anything, it's that Joe doesn't do things at normal or expected speeds, right? Yeah. Oh, he delays in, 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 in intensely delays everything. Exactly. So that yeah. might be the one that and, and to buy. So like if, if you creep in the next week, next week go by, goes by, you know, it's like August 12th, that market's going to shoot up and you could easily double your money by August 12th, August 13th, um, could go up to 50. Then you just fucking get out, make your money and, and walk away no matter what dump. happens. Yeah. Mm. Pump and dump. So that's the beauty of predicted, right? You can, you can get in, you can get out whenever oh, you yeah. want. You're never locked in. I like anything. that play. Very yeah. true. It's a good play. I like that play. Stakes good, good, is back. It's a good play. Solid predictive <laughs> advice. What's that? What's uh, that? Anyway, URL? Yeah, anyway, go to predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your free 20 on us. Legal in all 50 states. A hell of a ride. So give it a shot today. Sweet. All right, guys. Last story. We're doing uh, voicemails and reviews. Do you want me to start with voicemails? Because we have quite a few reviews. Oh, yeah. Or... We, this episode's going long. So for those yeah, for the faint well, of heart, just don't worry about it. This is going to be 20 it. minutes. This is going to be 20 minutes of voicemails and reviews and our, our commentary on it easily. So uh-huh. what do you want first, voicemails or reviews? Uh, you know, I well, like a good review. Yeah, good reviews. reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to be tired after this one. <laughs> All right. From Lightning Round Logan. Great show. Better yeah. shout outs. Better shout outs. That's what we're doing. We give out shout outs when they're due, when people submit reviews, when people submit stories. So thanks for recognizing that, Logan. Right mm-hmm. back at you. It's your shout out recognition. And mm-hmm. now I'm recognizing your shout out. Shout out Lightning Round Logan. Yeah. Wow. All right. Kill- killer way to keep up with the news. It says hosts keep it light while still hitting on topics you should know about each day. More importantly, July 31st is a listener's B day. So show Show his birthday. So show him some love. Happy birthday to my dad, Dano. Uh, so uh, Dano? Dano, 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 Dano. Uh, keep it up, boys. Hope Wes is doing well. So what a, what a hey, what man. Great review to start with. Thanks, yeah. Logan. Appreciate you, buddy. And happy birthday belated to your dad. Yeah. Dano. Happy birthday, nice. Dano. Dano. All right. Dano. It's got to be Dano. I said two of us think Dano. Two of us think Dano. 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 I've never met a Dano. I've only met Danos. Shit. Hey, well, Dano. Listen, two of us got it right. <laughs> we covered the base. <laughs> yeah. Next one's from Trainwreck15. It says, keep up the good work. And it says, I'm fairly new to the podcast. I really love how you call out both sides uh, of the aisle. I wish mm. Congress would grow up and do their job and help people who are suffering financially. And yeah, no shit. And since mm. you said I could ask uh, you guys anything, what's your favorite beer? Mine is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Wes, Ooh. you want to take this one? <laughs> I, can, I can definitely tell you my my previous yeah. favorite beer, uh, probably Beck's. I love a good, nice. cold, I love the good cold Beck's. You did love Bex. Yeah. That's um, also my favorite beer, but I don't drink beer. I drink wine. But if I am going to drink a beer, it's a Beck's as well. That's the you know beer. what like, mine is right now? Not to be a, not to be a homer, but I I got the uh, Cigar City variety pack, which is like one of Florida's biggest. I get not microbrewers anymore, brewers, uh, and Florida man, the beer, the IPA. I saw fantastic. that. Uh, on your you like that? Social media. Oh my god, High Lies, their number one seller. I like Florida man. Um, it's delicious. Yeah. Huh? It's got real yeah, bits I, of meth in it. I'm a. <laughs> I'd say like uh, I, pro- I probably anything from Abita, just from the nostalgia days oh, yeah. of, of LSU. Yeah. But also uh, Magic Hat number nine is a good one. And then also generally, I mean, 90% of the time, it's just going to be a, a Coors Light or a Bud Light or something like that for me. For me, I used to hate IPAs up until about like three, four years ago in my 
early 30s, and now, now I'm a pretty big fan of like a cold IPA. Uh, all right, next up, James Chumbly says, need new merch. Uh, five stars. Oh, this is shit. good because Wes is back. But this Wes is good because Wes is back. Great show. Need more time. Uh, need more time slash shirts in different colors. Um, we've been slipping on the merch, but our merch guy is Wes. We so, have. I Wes. Love, love merch. For, first yeah. submission. So James is right. And then also uh, Vinny Lukaszewski. He sent in this merch submission for you, Wes, to consider oh, yeah. your first go, one re, back. Go, go for it. Okay. He says, all right, I've been toying with the T-shirt idea to pitch y'all. And every time I'm stoned, I start to think about it. I don't know what image to put on the back yet. But I'm thinking the front, you go with the pocket tee because everybody loves a pocket tee with a frocket with the, the hard factor logo. And on the back, uh, it's like uh, macho man staring down at us from the heavens with mm. a tree full of hives. The, mm. representing the hardo hive and then mm. we're like standing under the tree hanging out and then mm. uh he says pat is poking or the beef is poking the hardo hive with a stick <laughs> yeah. i'm right i am making sure they're still with us <laughs> I, I absolutely i don't know i'll let answer. i absolutely love that except it might be a little niche uh we might need to go a little more well, i'm just saying yeah. all right look yeah. we got we got to get the ideas Wait. flowing and Vinny, uh thank uh, you i mean I, I hate to be i hate to like st- i'm Personally, Vinny, I'm not a fan of a pocket on my tee. Um, I don't know not about a you guys. Rocket guy? I'm not I'm a rocket guy. I like a, I like I'm the same. They, they, they accentuated my big my big breasts. Um, yeah. You know, it is it is tough about, when you're a man boob guy. Yeah. When you're a man boob guy, put, pocket is no good. What about putting <laughs> cigarettes in them? No, you I don't mean, want yeah, to do that, Mark. You, you I mean you look like you know, you're like a like a what do they call them? A slicker, slacker, what uh, you know? Grease, greaser, greaser. You look cool like a greaser. You look real cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, next. Next one, next one. There's only 12 more guys. Still love Don't, you, Vinny. <laughs> does this pass the test rates? Give these boys their beans. Uh, the boys have been become part of my daily ritual. Give these boys full-time employment. Prez, uh, the hive has spoken. Thank oh. you there. Nice. Good call. Uh, next one's from Against the Griff. Uh, barstool and wrestling match up barstool employees with a wrestler who would match their personalities example portnoy is obviously vince mcmahon but what about pft big cat tommy smokes etc uh ps come to nashville for the debate we need a hard factor with the boys collab nashville we would, would love to come bust with the boys in nashville yeah. Uh, yeah um pft would probably be like chris jericho maybe um jericho is a good one back when he yeah. had the hair yeah right absolutely when he had the hair yeah, I would say or like the Edge, except Edge was too tall. Yeah, Big Cat would probably be what Hulk Hulk Hogan maybe. He's got to mm-hmm. be like one of. He's got to be a probably. Like I think he's like the Big Show, or more like the Big Show probably. He's not that big. Yeah, I mean maybe that's not but Big yeah, Boss but, Man. Maybe Big Boss Man, hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Smokes. Tommy Smokes would be a heel. Tommy Smokes would have to be a heel, right? So he'd be like uh, Ric Flair. Type. He'd, he'd be like a sneaky guy. He's the guy that. That uh, mm-hmm. tr- tricks tricks you. To win, <laughs> yeah, definite right? trickster. <laughs> I don't know that you, yeah. we need to we against the Griff. That's an excellent question. We should we'll have to come, come up, try list. to come up with a better yeah. roster than that, though. You know, uh, yeah. B Walk Brandon Walker would also be good at uh, matching people up. He's got quite a bit of oh yeah for r- sure wrestling now. Be a good blog if it hasn't been done already, but it mm. might have been. But it's great, good, good review there. I've done Mace, po- I've done politicians as wrestlers, but maybe, I've seen maybe Lord of the Rings, employees. Lord of the Rings employees, politicians as employees, a lot of different things. Uh, Mace Actual writes, "Great pod. I love the pod. Listen every day, and just want to shout out my buddy who had me tune in, Greg Schwab. Great work, Greg Schwab. Keep great. keep nice. spreading the word." Yeah, good job. Well done. Uh, next next one's Dookie Lukey 41 uh, says, Seville, born and raised in Seville. That's Charlottesville for oh. everyone out there. Where did you guys live and, wh- and where uh, when you were here and what were your favorite bars or like things to do? Luke? 
Um, we lived like, Azalea Drive, right? Sixty nine yeah, Mill yeah. Creek Drive. We lived at sixty nine Mill Creek Drive, and then that's we well, when you we... guys lived there. Wes and I lived at the Altamont, the uh, Altamont. Which is a downtown, uh, yes. like uh, high class like, living. Yeah, yes. and then we all yep. moved into the Azalea Drive place. Yeah, and we worked on the mall. Most of us. Um, yeah, I mean, we so used to go to going to the mall. We used to go to Ventana and see our boy Michael, who would make a yeah. great drink and tell us about his days yeah. moonlighting as a porn actor. Uh, what was that go- wing place? Uh, the good Irish Irish oh, bar with right. those wings. Oh, oh something's. Yeah. Oh, so like, like, I think it's closed down though. Unfortunately, O'Reilly's or Sullivan's. You know, because yeah. they had a they had a cheesesteak that was a wrap, and then when, that was yeah. a great hungover food. Wow. Those wings were so good, whatever they were called. We were po- we were just post college, and we didn't hang out in the L or whatever it's called, the college area. We hung out like the mall and and like where that uh, yeah. Irish bar was and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, next one, Blue Smiles writes best podcast on the Barstool Network. My absolute favorite in the network, probably because they actually they act like uh, actual adults, not idiots. Keep yeah. it up, guys. Love love the show, politics and all. Hey, not all of our coworkers oh. are idiots. And at first, when I read this, uh, <laughs> I, I thought they meant the Barstool News Network, and he was being sarcastic. He said the whole deal. Sarcastic. Yeah, Thank he said the whole blue deal. Smiles. So yeah, nice, sweet, nice one. Um, next up is Danny Kane. It says unbiased podcast. Unbiased, as in they just make fun of everyone. Great way to get the news without an obnoxious spin to fit uh, one side agenda. And the soundtrack to train spotting would be playing during my crash spree. Whoa. Thanks, boys. Have a yeah. great blanking day. Solid and the other right blanking, because apparently if you write a curse word, you're not, your review doesn't go through an Apple. Apple oh, really? Purchase. We probably so have, have a tons great of reviews that have been mm-hmm. demolished by the curse word rule. Yeah, everyone writes, have a great fucking day, and then it doesn't go through. Um, hmm. Great Today soundtrack, by the way. Kick, kicks off with Lust for Life with Iggy Pop. Great crime tune. Great yeah. crime tune. And that is what we mean by unbiased. We make fun of everyone. We don't shill for any party. Um, next one's This is the worst fucking one. God damn it. All right. So from Sticky, <laughs> so long. From Sticky, Rick, from Sticky Ricky Bobby. I'm going to have some scrolling <laughs> problems here. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers in the South call you, Jesus, we thank you so much for this be- for this bountiful harvest of Domino's KFC and the always delicious Taco Bell. <laughs> mm. I just want to take time to say thank you for my family, my two sons, beautiful, beautiful, handsome, striking sons, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR mm. as we call them. And of course, my red hot smoking wife, Carly, who is a stone cold fox, who mm. if you would rate her ass on 100, it would easily be a 94. Mm. I also want to thank you for my best friend and teammate, Cal Naughton Jr., who's got my back no matter what. Mm. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, we also thank you for my wife's father, Chip. We hope that you can use your baby Jesus powers to heal him and his horrible leg. Mm. It smells terrible, and the dogs are always bothering with it. Dear tiny Jesus and your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled-up fist. Dear eight-pound, six-ounce newborn infant Jesus, don't even know a word yet. Just a little infant so cuddly but still omnipotent. We just thank you for all the races I've won in the $21.2 million. Love mm. that money. And I have, I have accrued uh, this past season. Also, due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace, I just want to say that Powerade is delicious and it cools you off on a hot summer day. And we mm. look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Thank you all for your power and your grace, dear baby God. Amen. Mm. Shake and bake. That's a dangerous Ooh, review. It sets a it sets a precedent of, of- oh oh, we, oh Wes, we, you you missed, we had to sing we, had to we sing sang Scatman, bro. We like well, the whole yeah. song. Oh, you're coming back for uh, well if you if you make it to for we, episode 500, you're gonna have to starting sing to exploit us. Yes, and for all the listeners, we said. Um, yeah. we, due to time constraints, we weren't going to read long ones, but we're already way, way over. Um, let's so keep it going. Gonna, Wes is back. Yeah. All right, let's keep it going. Mitch, 
Next one. Next one's from Mitch. That was the toughest one. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> Next one's from Mitch Fletch. It says, give these men a long-term contract. Excellent show. Highlights from this week include shoes are prisons for your feet, according to Florida residents, and a man that was furious over Jewish people on horseback. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Mitch Fletch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He likes, shoes are prisons for your feet. Variety, yeah. Foot prisons. Yeah. <laughs> Foot prisons suck. Where were the Jewish people on horseback? Uh, uh, well, they were upset at Billy Crystal about something. It was a um, white supremacist group called the uh, yeah. Aryan Cowboys, and we were that's saying was, that yeah. God, they that's must it. hate seeing Billy Crystal on his horse in City Slickers. Yeah, <laughs> must make them so mad. <laughs> <laughs> not their favorite movie, City Slickers Two, because in City Slickers One, he's not on a horse. Uh, next one's from Knights Bud. It says, great show, uh, great listen, news with humor to keep you sane. Hopefully mm. this review actually goes through because it's the fourth time, so I'll not add explicit wording this time. Hashtag being censored. Thank you guys for trying to <laughs> get Apple. Spike. Yeah, exactly. Thank you guys for trying to get Spike Cohen on for an interview. Funny, oh. passionate, just like you guys. So keep up the great work and have a great expletive day. Spike Cohen. Great fucking right. day. Yeah, I've heard that before. He looks like he's oh. a libertarian nominee for VP. Interesting guy. Looks kind of like Julian right. Assange. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. Yeah, definitely look into it. All right, next one's from Kmal Donato nineteen. Says great pat, podcast, Pat's a lib though. Uh, this one says P.S. from for PlayStation R one R one circle R two right left right left right left Xbox is R B R B. I don't even know what that is. Right back bumper. Fuck Xbox. R B R B B R T right left right left right left. That doesn't. Even, it's like gibberish. I don't know what Xbox is. Um, Kmal Donato just got you to say something like secret. Uh, probably it's probably some code. It's like a um, grand thing. Now we're going to have, he, yeah, well, look, the joke's on you. Cause I hate Xbox. <laughs> uh, next <laughs> one's from Ashley. Uh, and this, I think this is the last one. Thank you. Um, and this one is probably one, one of the best ones. I might be missing one actually. Um, I'm going to have to check. I might be missing one. If not, we'll get that one on Friday. This one's my favorite one, though. Ashley says, boys will be boys. I'm a 30-year-old woman living in D.C. who has been listening to you guys for a couple of years now. I only mention this fact because I'm sure I'm not your target demographic, and yet I'm on. Uh, I'm one of the biggest fans, nevertheless. You remind me of the boys I grew up with back home in Michigan, uh, where you can border on the inappropriate and cunningly get away with it. Uh, only because you execute your humor with such wit and intelligence. Aww. Keep it clever. Keep it smart. I can tell you guys are ready for the next big thing. And thank you for providing me with a little slice of home every morning. So how about that? Wow. How about that? Ashley? Thank you. Thank you for such kind words. Yeah. All right, guys. Five voicemails. Then we're done. Pat, do the, do this, do the thing. Wes, Wes is, is back. Is back. Hey. Wes is back. <laughs> it's good to be back. Big Ounce is still leaving voicemails, huh? What's up, fellas? It's Big Ounce. Uh, I need to issue a retraction of a previous voicemail I left. Um, a couple weeks ago, I said that the uh, Twitter hack was definitely state-sponsored or like a, like a very sophisticated group and definitely not uh, some kid in his basement. Well, it uh, turns out that's exactly what it was. Florida man, <laughs> Florida kid, uh, 17-year-old, uh, just fished a Twitter employee and got in very simple. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very wrong. Well, later fellas. How's it going? Uh, I miss big ounce. I was zero. Yeah. Cool. I was zero. Cool. Yeah. Don't, uh, 
Little hackers, hackers reference, guys. Come on. Don't beat yourself up, Big Allen. I'm pretty sure most people didn't think it was a 17-year-old kid in Florida. By the way, Florida Man Friday has about 50 stories stored up already. I don't know what we're going to do. Hmm. Probably going to be another long episode. It's episode also 500 episode 500 might be like 100. Might be, yeah, might be like six hours long. Yeah. I don't so know. It can't be that long. But Starting be next long. week, we're going back to, even with Wes, we're going back to under 40 or whatever. But uh, we're sorry. Two, four more to go. Yeah, yeah this one. <laughs> episode 500 is going to be long as shit. Yeah. What's up, Hard Factor boys? It's Bob the Ripper again. Uh, first and foremost, I'll try to make this as brief as possible, but I'll apologize to Jake from North Carolina first. I think that was a little uncalled for. He's just trying to voice his opinion. Um, sorry, Jake. Um, second of all, I was catching up on some old episodes, and there's one from probably a couple weeks ago. You guys are talking about some chick in Florida who, like, stuffed a crack pipe up her ass, and... Conveniently, as I was driving to work this morning, I pull into our office, which is on a pretty busy road. There's just this dude with a, like a full-blown suitcase just standing in front of our office, just berating cars as they stop. Mm. And it's clearly a crackhead. And I don't know, it's just kind of hilarious and sad at the same time because every car that would stop, he would just yell like, you know, get out the car, fight me. Like you're trying to fight like a hundred people at once. It was pretty wild. But uh question follow up to that is I feel like everybody has just like a pretty funny crackhead story from the past. I don't where we live I've got a few. <laughs> uh have you guys had any run ins with crackheads or any uh any funny stories? Yeah. Let me know. Thanks boys. Keep it up. See ya. Yeah, a lot, a lot actually. Very recently, before we answer that, <laughs> I do want to say one thing, Bob. It's not necessarily sad. That might be his job. You know, he's out there with his briefcase. Doing you go, you show up to do your job. Pan he shows up to do his job, which is, is yelling at cars with his briefcase. We live in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Will, do you want to tell your story about Big Red or uh, oh the Cherry Red? Cherry. Oh, Red. I mean, I think I've I think I've mentioned it on the pod before. Uh, it's a fucked up story. It's definitely not a funny story. But I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy was doing the same, screaming at me outside the uh, car, like, uh, you know, just wanting wanting cash or whatever. And I, like, roll down the window. I gave him some sunglasses because uh, I didn't have any cash. And he was like, you know, he was just a crazier homeless dude. And he was, he was like, all right, man, I'm about to pop some cherry red and go buck wild on some motherfuckers' windshields. And, like, he's, you know, trying to do the windshield washing. <laughs> And then I drove. Man, I drove by. I bet. I bet those got so clean, <laughs> oh, very clean. But then I drove by like a couple hours later, and there was an ambulance, and everybody was uh, tending yeah. to this man who overdosed on whatever cherry red is. He went buck wild mm-hmm. on his heart too. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we, we live in Austin, Texas. I had there was when, one of my routes to my, one of my IT jobs. I had to go by the same homeless guy. He was a young guy. For the most part, he was okay. But every once in a while, he would. He would just go crazy. And one morning he started attacking a minivan. I guess what he was doing was he was cutting his own hair with giant shears. And he had like whole patches in his hair. Like novelty shears? Yeah, like huge shears. And like he had patches of like hair missing in his head. He looked crazier than normal because he missing a lot of chunks of hair. And then he started bleeding from his head because he missed it. And someone gave him shit for oh. it. So he started Ooh. like attacking the minivan with the shears. And um, I called the cops on him because he was like attacking cars yeah. with shears. Yeah. Yeah, one one so, time yeah. we were shooting at a truck stop, and we we all followed this guy who lived in the woods outside of the truck stop, uh, right off a highway. That was really dumb. Uh, yeah. That guy was definitely on crack cocaine, and uh, oh, we were yeah. in his lair. 
But the trucks, the the dude who bought the the bought the property right next to the trucks. He didn't buy it, Will, but he lived no. there. Oh, he's just yep. squatting on it. Are you talking about the yep. sketch we did where the guy uh, for the pack, woods for a pack of cigarettes and six beers told us <laughs> yeah. about? Remember, all, all, the, all the truckers had sex with hookers, and that was the goal. Yeah, yeah. follow yeah. me to my house, and we're like, okay, is your that house guy's in name the was woods? Rock? Off. Yeah, that yeah, was, was Rock. Stupid, stupid move. Um, I don't, I don't know if this is the right place to call or not. I'm looking for the boys from Hard Factor. Question is, would you rather have all the answers to all the conspiracy theories that are going on or have the confirmation that aliens are real? All right, boys. Have a great fucking day. Thank you. Okay, well, that's quick, easy. Quick, quick note, quick note. Um. It, that we might need to leave a new voicemail because I called in and it is confusing. Um, now, obviously, he was confusing himself prior to calling in, but uh, it, it is like, this is Google. And blah, blah, blah. It, it oh, what happened it. to the bong rip intro? I, we removed it or something. It's it's uh, not like it's it's definitely not. It used to be indication. me ripping a bong and saying, we need to yeah. Yeah. reached hard factor, leave a we, message. We need another hard factor message. Um, wow. Some, so he's some, not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, somebody so destroyed think? greatness by getting rid of my greeting. So yeah. aliens or or uh, the truth about any conspiracy theory in the world? Or West. Earth conspiracy. Yeah, or all Earth conspiracies or, or outer space conspiracies. I mean, the other one encompasses aliens, too. So you just go with the other one. Yeah, exactly. About aliens, West, West, anyway. West nailed it. You go with Ooh. the conspiracies because yeah. immediately, obviously, that includes aliens. So. It's yeah. no fun when you play the wish from a wishes game, guys. It's yeah. no fucking fun. It's no so, fun. Pat, Pat let's well, play it okay. the right way. What do you well, pick? Well, fine. Aliens do exist. <laughs> there you go. That's the proof I needed. I'll go with all the other conspiracies. Yeah, me too. I'm going to sleep better at night knowing if JFK was killed in a conspiracy rather than all, if aliens are real. So I'm, go, I'm going conspiracy theories. You already know aliens are real. What's all, the point? Yeah, all the other conspiracy yeah. theories for sure. All right. Yeah. Two more. Hi, uh, my name's Eli. Colin from Wisconsin. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Anyways, um, from Wisconsin, you guys butchered O'Connor and Ash Wabanon, for the record. But, so, here I'm calling, proposing a question. My question is, so Trump has these federal agents coming out and about into the federal cities to reduce crime, which arguably could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, what have you. But I think he should avoid, at all costs, sending cops or federal agents to Milwaukee even if they're coming in good faith and only to fight Antifa or what have you, I think if he sends the cops to or the agents to Milwaukee, he's going to get watergated so hard because one of the Antifa people might not be Antifa and it's going to be a DNC worker and then it's going to be Trump spying on the DNC and then Trump gets watergated. Um, kind of curious any thoughts on this question. Um, let me know. Long time listener. Really great show. Hope you all have a hell of a day. Oh, we lost your video, Wes. Um, I so, it. so I would say, I mean, I, uh, summing that up, it was pretty long. Email. He's basically saying if if Trump tries to pull the shit in Milwaukee, he thinks the DNC might put like tr- moles in there, or essentially, if he if Trump arrests the wrong person that's tied yeah. to the DNC, he will get in trouble. He's pointing we'll out the, the powder keg scenario of if you yeah. send federal troops to the DNC. Yeah, um, which is interesting. I had not thought about that, but but everything that he brought up, like, sounds like you could really have some like uh, clashes between between the the DNC peeps and the. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I think I think it could be 
a wise move. I'm thinking, you know, the DNC, I wouldn't put it past them to, you know, try to get someone to pretend they're Antifa. Well, hold on. I'm really glad that this question was asked because I have a theory that we're living the 1970s right now. Like if everything's cyclical, like right now. Oh, yeah. Let's hear hear this theory. Well, Hmm. hold on. Hold on. And and, and some shit came out recently. Right. That uh, apparently and it's not necessarily confirmed, but the Trump organization was trying to link Antifa to be a uh, foreign terrorist organization so that they could uh, tail them and get more information on them a la when fucking uh, Nixon was uh, fucking with the Black Panthers and the hippies and shit. So, yes, the answer is yes to the question, in my opinion. I think we're in the he 1970s. Might, well, clearly you think he's going to get Watergated because you think we're living in the 1970s, which is just so you think So you think Biden is the next Jimmy Carter, which is hilarious. Yeah, he's a big peanut guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Trump I think Carter – is Carter might, still alive? Did he die this year? Uh, I think he's alive, isn't he? I think he is still kicking around. I think that he would be a better president than Biden. I'll put that out there now. <laughs> Last one. As is. As is. Hmm. What's up, fellas? It's, uh, it's Cole from Philly. So um, I'm just going to cut right to the chase here. So uh, this past Thursday, I um, I had surgery on my balls. Um, everything's cool. Uh, everything turned out well, great, you know, fantastic. I'm on a full recovery. Um but this shit fucking hurts. Mm. And I just yeah. ran out of all the uh, the good shit that the doctor gave me. And um, so I guess my question here is, other than, like, hard drugs, what's a good thing to, like, take or do to get your mind off of, like, a post-surgery injury? Or just, like, a funny-ass surgery story, because those exist, too. All right, later. Cool. Uh, I mean, Cole, hmm. tell your doctor you ran out of the drugs because the doctor knows First that you had ball surgery. Yeah. Because the doctor gave you ball surgery, so yeah, I was gonna say jerk off, but I don't think that applies here. This no, specific Cole's surgery. No, Cole's out of the sperm competition game um, that mm-hmm. we're gonna have in this, with, amongst the hosts. Listeners are excluded because of, because of in recognition of Cole's surgery. R.I.P. to Cole's. Uh, well, Wes just spent uh, forty three days finding out how to deal with pain without uh, substances. Wes, do you have any ideas? So one great way is um, to meditate, which I don't know how to do yet, but uh, I'm trying to get it to work. Uh, Another way is just to to turn turn your attention to doing something for someone else. Um, You know, take your mind off it by doing work, you know, a little task around the house. If you can't stand up, that's going to be tough. I'd recommend what Mark did. um, And going back to your doctor, maybe did, did, did Cole get a vasectomy? Is that what happened? He's too young. Cole's, young guy. young Cole's a very young guy. He was on one of the debates. Right. Yeah. Unless he's right. really been active. He doesn't. I think Cole twisted his nuts. Uh, yeah. I'm going to text him now. A little torsion situation. Yeah, torsion. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the meditation, you know, I've I'm not good at it, but I, I have been trying to just like zone yeah. out in the shower. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's like, that'll work for, yeah. for like yeah. a long time. That's not going to work for balls. Yeah, for ball well, surgery, just listen to ASMR and and, and be quiet, and meditate. <laughs> no, I'm saying like you, you the water's the running on your pills. head. Yeah. The water's running on your head, so it yeah. like takes your mind to the different part of your body. And then yeah, maybe yeah, maybe cut chill. a finger off. And yeah, I was gonna say poke more. poke your eye with a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, and you'll, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be all it's right. like have you ever seen those people that are like wear a rubber band on your wrist so you can snap it against your wrist whenever you want to concentrate on something that's not. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah. hurt yeah. someone else, Cole. That'll make you feel better. That's one thing Oof. I found. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for hard factor. Uh, not much. Can I say? Can, yeah, can I ahead. say one thing? Because I yeah. totally forgot to mention someone that I that I would feel really terrible. Take, if I didn't take mention. us out. We'll just mention it and then take us out. 
All right, so I, I, ha- I have to mention the guy who really has been was 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 instrumental in for a long time. The, the, this has been going on, like I said, for years. And the guy I first reached out to, his name is Doctor Bob Bear. He's been trying to get me to go in there a long time. He was crit- crucial to my to getting me in there and my and all this stuff. So I have to shout him out. If you're in Central Texas, look him up. He's got a great program. Um, that's what I want to say. So thank you, thank you, Doctor Bob. Uh, I would I would feel terrible. I got caught up and didn't uh, you know just. Fucking nervous and shit. So I yeah, take, take us out. Of, take us out, Wes. Uh, that's gonna do it for Hard Factor. Thank you for listening. It is so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. Mm. Love you guys. Thank you for everything. Um, you know, I hope to be back on the show coming up uh, full time, and then then you know, What's on Friday? Uh, like uh, Friday is five hundred show, right? Five hundred yeah. shows. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm a little rusty. Um, um, for Florida Man Friday too. So uh, apparently we've got a lot of submissions. So it should be uh, should be most a good ever. One. Yeah, and um, and most importantly, have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! Welcome back Your dreams were your ticket out Welcome back To that same old place that you laughed about